Welcome to the Work Camper Show, a podcast devoted to helping you discover how to finance your RV travel dreams. I'm Steve Anderson, the president of Work Camper News. Each one of our episodes will either introduce you to people who are already living the RV lifestyle or to opportunities to work short-term jobs. You'll also learn how to hit the road the right way and make the most of every opportunity. Now let's turn over today's show to your host, Greg Gerber. Thank you, Steve. Today I'll be speaking with an employer from Texas who will be talking about one of the most lucrative job opportunities available to work campers, and that's serving as a gate guard where they can earn $6,000 a month per couple. Today's episode is sponsored by The Dreamer's Journey. It's an online course and community produced by Work Camper News. Life is way too short to keep your dreams on hold, so don't be held back by fear because you were designed for more. Get started in the RV lifestyle the right way with this comprehensive guide. For just $29.95 for one year of access, Dreamers have unlimited viewing of 50-plus videos to learn things like what type of RV to buy, goal setting, how to budget for the adventure, developing a positive mindset, setting up a domicile, and operating a small business on the road, plus everything about work camping and how to find the right job for you. Each video is 30 to 90 minutes long to give in-depth coverage on every topic. There's no wrong time to get started. So for more information, visit www.rvdreamersjourney.com. Jessica Heisler works for JG Security, a company that started in 1995 to provide on-site security services for oil fields, green energy plants, construction sites, and several other needs in the private sector, where campers live on-site and control access to the area. JG Security is looking for about 50 gate-guarding couples to get them through the summer season. The company is headquartered in Texas, and that's where many of the jobs are located, but help is needed at job sites from New Mexico to Louisiana and beyond as new clients are added all the time. Typically, as vehicles come to the gate, the guards use a company-provided iPad to log in who's coming and going out by entering the vehicle number and the identity of the driver as well as any passengers. Guards are also reminding incoming drivers of speed limits or special rules pertaining to the properties. The guards also take pictures of the vehicles and what's on the trucks to help client companies to know what equipment is coming in or leaving the property. Jessica said it's relatively easy work, but gate guards must be available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. That's why couples are preferred, so that coverage can be split between two people. It also allows one person to sleep or run errands while the other person monitors the gate. Solo work campers have been able to do the job in the past, but it's a much more demanding schedule for them. When solos are hired, they often work 12-hour shifts for specialized assignments. When Jessica served as a gate guard for eight months straight, she had plenty of time to pursue some of her favorite hobbies, such as painting and sewing, as well as plan what she would do when she hit the road again after the assignment was completed. Work campers receive a free RV site with utility hookups. They are also paid a base rate of $200 per day per couple. There are no living expenses to worry about and no commuting to and from a job site. Many work campers serve as gate guards for a month or two, then head off to enjoy some travel experiences and repeat the process a few months later. To tell us more about her experiences working as a gate guard and how she used that experience to fund her RV travels, Please welcome Jessica Heisler with JG Security to the show. Thanks for joining me today, Jessica. Tell us a bit about JG Security and what the company needs work campers to do. 
JG Security has actually been around since 1995. So they started as a small operation. The current owner's grandparents actually started the operation. And it is, we have used work campers for most of that time, but we are currently changing how we find our work campers. We're meeting them where they are. So we employ work campers, full-time RVers preferably, to provide 24-7 security for on-site projects. And so it's a very interesting type of work camping, which is why I wanted to do this interview today. Oh, very good. So tell us a little bit about what the company is doing and what they need work campers for. All right. So we service a range of different industries, including oil and gas, a little bit of green energy. We also do construction sites as well as the private sector. In any of these capacities, a lot of times these clients want 24-7 security. So they want someone to live on site in the RV. We provide all of the utility hookups in a mobile trailer type of setup. And then they take shifts to provide the security. Generally, it's more access control than like armed security, which is what a lot of people think of when they hear security in South Texas. So in this position, it's more observe and report, logging vehicles, etc. More so than engaging and intercepting an actual incident. So Describe the typical day for a work camper on one of these job sites. All right. In the morning or in the evening, whatever your shift is, and all of our RVers, they choose what shift fits their personality, and they maybe switch shifts at different times. But in the beginning of your shift, you would don the reflective JG vest, which is obviously for your safety. Uniform is pretty relaxed as long as it's somewhat professional. We do allow shorts and t-shirts if the weather is warm, just non-tattered, non-logoed if, you know, it's preferable. Closed-toed shoes. And then we would want to familiarize ourselves with the iPad. That is where we log all of the vehicles so that you're familiar with the activity that's gone on off of your ship. And it might be easier for you to locate people entering and exiting the property. Coming outside, you just want to inspect your work area, which is your RV area. And just make sure that there's nothing in your way that you might trip over. And we just respond to what we call driveway alarms pretty promptly. We want to make sure that we're ready and available for those visiting the site. We would wait for them to stop the vehicle to stop, approach, enter the tag number, confirm the identity of the driver and or the passengers if specified by the client. And then we would put in their company, make sure that they're authorized to be on the location, and then we would let them pass. We do gently remind them of the speed limit. Generally on that road coming in, it's going to be about 15 miles per hour. And on the actual work site, it usually observes a speed limit of about five miles per hour. And then we just make sure that we're aware of our surroundings. It's generally more so like neighborhood, what I call looky-loos, that you would be deterring from the site. But if you did notice something suspicious, we would want to observe and report. And that's basically the essence of the job. Do you have to take photos of the vehicles coming in or the, what's on the truck? So the app does have a photo function. I always suggest to my new recruits, get the actual iPad functionality down and then integrate taking the photos when you are able to do so without holding up traffic. And getting the tag number, the DOT number for the 18 wheelers and maybe from the back of the truck, you know, getting the bed in there just in case something were to disappear off the location, we could compare and see, okay, this truck didn't have anything coming in, but they certainly had something coming out. So yes, there is a photo function that is suggested. And now when the work campers are starting their jobs, it's a rather long shift. What do they need to be prepared for? 
So I would always say that you want to make sure that you're aware of your own health and your own needs. Staying hydrated is much more than just drinking water. We want to be replenishing the electrolytes. You want to make sure that you're using a product that isn't going to conflict with any previous health concerns that you already have. But really, it's a very relaxed job. It's very non and. I like to encourage people to think of it more so as being accountable for the length of your shift versus actively working for that length of your shift. You're not chopping wood. You're not shoveling snow. Depending on your setup, you're really just getting out of your outdoor chair, greeting and checking in the trucks that are coming in and then returning to whatever activity you were doing to pass the time. So it is a pretty relaxed job. We just want to make sure that we're aware and vigilant. Are the shifts all day, 24-hour shifts? So it is a 24-7 position. So each of the team would choose the shift that they want to do. And so they would be accountable during that shift. Some sites are busier than others, but most of the sites, you have a lot of time to engage in hobbies or activities that will with you. So when I was on a gate, I was out there for about eight months straight. Um, I had plenty of time to indulge in hobbies that I really hadn't touched since I was about 15. Painting, sewing, crocheting, et cetera, et cetera. My partner is an avid researcher. He actually planned a six-month trip that we took this year that we would not have been able to do without the money that we got from gate guarding. And so that's the other point I want to make is that this is not just working for your site or your utilities, maybe some extra perks. This is working for a base rate of about $200 a day per couple. So you're being adequately compensated for your work. You have very very little living expenses. There's no commute back and forth to the job site. And really, you're just accountable for the length of your shift, but you're able to engage in other activities. Are solos able to work for you folks? So we do have a few solo opportunities here and there. That's not really what we specialize in. There are companies here in South Texas and beyond that do specialize more so in the 12-hour shifts or what we call guard shacks, where the solo person would park their RV off-site, maybe in an RV park, and then they would commute back and forth to that location. We do get occasional contracts for these types of positions. They're just not quite as common as our 24-7 position. What kind of advantages do work campers provide to your company that you typically can't get from people in the local market? So work campers have a very unique mentality. And of course, we are a unique niche of jobs. And they offer to us the fluidity and flexibility that the normal work working person is probably not going to bring to the table. And what I mean by that is that this is a job where we go through the preparation, and we'll talk about this in a moment, but getting licensed, getting you onboarded with our company so that we can pay you. And then it's waiting for one of our clients to reach out and say, hey, I need some coverage in this area. And so the normal worker is expecting to be hired for a specific job at a specific place that starts at a specific time. And that is just not what gate guarding is. So there are a lot of opportunities for people to make an exceptional amount of money, but they need to bring that flexibility that most full-time RVers do have. And being able to be mobile obviously, is a must. And most people that are in the traditional workforce, they have a home base, they have families that they have to come back to. So they haven't really experienced that type of flexibility that we need for our work campers. Are these opportunities seasonal or are they year-round? So we have work year-round, but I will say that most of our recruiting efforts are aimed towards spring and summer. And the reason being that things do tend to slow down a little bit in the winter. And generally, the people who work for us through the winter are usually in place by the summer, at least mid to late summer. And I want to touch on this real quick. For work campers, 
generally, we chose this lifestyle to quote unquote, chase the weather. And just from my own personal experience, the last four or five years being in my own RV, um, chasing the weather is very difficult nowadays. This year, I was in Montana in the summer and it was 105. And then I returned to South Texas in the winter. And I think a few weeks ago, it was down to 15 or 20 at night. So it's very counterintuitive to get a work camper to head to South Texas in the summer. However, I feel like the trade-off there is amazing because in general work camping or traditional work camping, you are going to this destination location, obviously to enjoy it, but you still have to incorporate some amount of work within your vacation, quote unquote. Whereas with gate guarding, you're sitting down, you're working, you're saving, maybe planning the next leg of your trip. And then when you do visit those destination locations, you don't have to worry about working because you've made enough money during that time. That's a very good point. When you're talking about being on call 24-7, does that mean that you're actually sitting outside the RV waiting for somebody to come up and it might be hours before somebody shows up? Or can people be inside their RV? Yes, so they can wait inside the RV. We always encourage people to get a probably a better set of alarms. So these can give you anywhere from two to seven minutes of notice that someone is coming in. The better set that you get, the easier your life will be because the range is also, is better, but also they don't have as many false. And so this will give you some notice to put down whatever you're working on, especially for me in that case, I needed ample notice since I was doing so many things. And then you can respond to those driveway alarms. Now, each gate is different. When you are a full-time RVer, it's not, there's not so much pressure on each reservation, each campsite to be perfect, right? Because you it's just temporary. You're going to be experiencing multiples within an amount of time versus someone who just has an RV and maybe takes one yearly vacation. The pressure is on for them to pick the right camp spot, the right destination, and for the weather to be fair. So I, I encourage people to bring that same type of acceptance and mentality to gate guarding. It's a temporary position. Usually our gate lasts from one to three months. And so the pressure is not so much on each assignment to be perfect because it's a temporary assignment. This is not a 20-year commitment, a 20-year career. And that's what most of us were looking to get away from when we chose RV life. When you talk about driveway alarms, is this something that the RVers pay for themselves and install for themselves to Uh, use? Yes. So these are, they're usually mobile. You can set them up and take them down each time they are relocated. Each and every location is going to require alarms and stand light. And so the asset recovery on our end would be a little awkward with so many locations. And so the RVers would provide those and then maintain them. And so it's a small investment in yourself and in this new career that you're starting as far as gate guarding. And it definitely makes your life a whole lot easier. Can you give RVers an up? An idea of what a set of driveway alarms would cost? The current ones that I send out links for are usually about $65. You can have up to four of the the sensors. And there's different alarms that you can use for different sensors so that you know from which way the traffic is coming. Well, that's very interesting. And so it just Mm -hmm. sends a signal and people can get up and get out and do their job and go back into the RV if they'd like. Exactly. Go back in the AC or the (laughs) heat, the case may be you had talked about $200 a day for each of these, and that's for the entire point of the contract. So you said short-term contracts, sometimes one or two months. So that'd be, that would be a significant income then for a couple to have. 
Yes. And that's our base rate. That's usually about what we're paying during like the winter month. And for my partner and I, when we started the work camping, the work camping endeavor, we had just finished the bus around like the time that the country was shutting down in 2020. And we are 20 year restaurant veterans. And so we thought, yeah, we'll do some of this unique work camping, like the beet harvest and some of the camp hosting. Every few months, we're going to have to return for some seasonal restaurant work to really make the money that we needed to pay things off and make upgrades, et cetera. And then 2020 hit and this, what we thought was an indestructible industry that we were a part of completely crumbled. And so we had to rethink our our whole plan. And then we came across gate guarding and gate guarding was the only work camping job that we found that would consistently, and I'm sure there are a few here and there that would pay you, but gate guarding was the only thing we found that was a consistent source of income with which we could make moves. And some of those moves this year for me were LASIK, a six month trip around the West half of the country. I drove an 8.3 diesel and a car during the height of the gas prices. And then when we got back to Texas, I was able to pay off that car. I don't really know. I don't know a whole lot of 32 year olds that could afford to do all of that in one year. I can imagine that's yeah, very good income for people to enjoy, but they do have to be on site 24 seven. So there is a trade-off for all of that, but you said it was short-term jobs. So somebody could work there for 30 to 60 days and make a lot of money and that would afford travel all over the country to the places that they want to go without having to take another job and then come back a few months later and do it all over again. Absolutely. So most of our long-term guards are the guards that return for seasons. They're usually with us for multiple projects. So they usually stay for anywhere from three to six months, maybe take a month or two off and then return back to work. But you do make your own availability. This is a job on your terms, which is very hard to find. Most work camping jobs have a set season for which they hire. And yes, you do have time where you're not accountable to the, that lingering effect of working. It's still there. Even though it's an enjoyable place and it's a destination location, you're still working with other people. And a lot of times with traditional work camping, you're working for people that probably don't have as much on the ground experience in the position that they're advising you in. And so that can be frustrating. And you're carrying that into your quote unquote vacation, even in the hours that you're off. So this is a very non-micromanaged type of job. There's no one overlooking your shoulder, telling you how to do things. There's not multiple managing partners giving you conflicting information. This is your gate. You're by yourself. You're in your RV, which most RVers like that type of lifestyle. That's why we chose it. And so it it is a very autonomous job as well. This is not having a manager breathing down your neck. So you have a lot of autonomy. How many work campers do you expect to hire this this year? This year, we're probably looking to take on about 50 couples, I would say, to get us through the summer season. And most of those should probably stay on through the winter if we have the work to keep it up. It does slow down during the holidays and then it ramps back up again. Because we service a breadth of regions, which is, you know, from New Mexico, Texas, Louisiana and beyond. And because we service a huge range of industries, that type of work, it can come very quickly. We usually get the call, hey, we need someone out here yesterday. And it's a little sporadic. So hurrying up and waiting is a little bit of an element in the beginning. Get licensed, get here, onboarded. And then as soon as we can send you out, we will. What kind of traits or qualifications are you looking for in work campers? 
definitely fluidity and flexibility. As I mentioned before, this is not a job for which you are hired specifically. This is not a specific start date nor a specific end date. So being able to roll with the punches is definitely a qualification for the job. But we also look for a positive attitude and open-mindedness. Our viewers are, they're great at their research and we admire that and we also understand that. And so a lot of our viewers turn to YouTube when they're looking up a new opportunity and that can be great. But I would caution people to Form your own opinion about each and every job that you look to look to do. And especially gate guarding. You could see a YouTube video that it's a certain type of location or a certain region, and maybe it didn't fit well for them. But a lot of times it could turn out to be perfect for you. I've had a lot of that happen in my recruiting where someone comes in with a bias developed from a third party, but that type of gate actually turned out to be perfect for them. And I think a lot of us chose RVing so that we could form our own opinions. So I would encourage people to bring that into gate guarding as well. When you talk about flexible dates and you're saying that it might not end on a specific date, that might be a problem for some RVers who have commitments to be at another job, but the flexibility, it's not like you're going to sign up for a 30-day commitment and wind up having to work 90 days, is it? No. So a lot of our gate, we do prefer to have the person who starts it to finish it, but that's not always possible. People have obligations. They have appointments. They have family obligations. So normally, if we know of your availability in advance, we can usually make that work. We can accommodate those requests. We do have a lot of people that want to work for us. And so usually, especially in the in-season time for work campers, it's very easy for us to get coverage. And a lot of times, most of the obligations that people experience, they know of them way beforehand, even when we're hiring them. So we can have that on the calendar and be working to get those coverages from the start. That's going to be very helpful. So if a couple has a child getting married, for example, and they know that they're going to want to be there, but it could conflict with the job a little bit if they are honest and open about it during the interview process, then the company can take steps and say, okay, we got these guys who can fill in for a week so you can go off and enjoy the wedding. Absolutely. Yes. Do the work campers need any kind of special training? Yes. So in the state of Texas, in order to be a gate guard, you would have to go through what we call level two licensing. So it's a non-commissioned level two security license. This consists of mostly steps that you would take. So a six hour online course, and we send you all of the step-by-step -step information for this. The course is going to be six hours online. They do issue you a virtual certificate. And then the next step would be to apply through the Texas Department of Public Safety. The application itself does not take that long to fill out. You would upload this certificate that you got from your some other identification credentials, and then they would let you know that you're ready to go get fingerprinted. There are multiple fingerprinting agencies around the country, but I would caution people if you are not inside Texas to contact us before you just show up for your fingerprint. Sometimes the, the states don't have a reciprocity with Texas, so we have to be careful there. But the fingerprints only take a few minutes. That's the only step that is done in person. After that, it's just a waiting game to get your approval. However, if you have done these steps correctly, I can view your status through the Texas Department of Public Safety. So not actually having that physical pocket card should not hold you back from being assigned because I can see your status. Typically, people stretch it out over a few days or maybe even a few weeks, depending on their schedule, but it can be done within one to two days if you actually get on the work and they do have appointments available. When you talk about the Texas Department of Public Safety, some people might think that they have to be armed for this job. Is that correct? 
So level three would be an armed security license. And those types of security guards are the ones that specialize more so in the interception and engagement of a unfolding incident. Whereas level two, it's strictly observe and report. And that is the essence of that six hour course that I mentioned. Basically, the course is just walking you through the fact that you are not a police officer. It is not your job to (laughs) issue citations or arrest any type of perpetrator. You would just be responsible to notate the situation, notify the correct chain of command and to be there. Your presence really Your presence is designed to deter anything that would happen, like that would be suspicious, but not to engage. What draws people to these areas? Are there any opportunity for them to have fun when they're out work camping for you? So I always tell people to really focus on the fact that it's work, save, play type of job. So this is your time to regroup, to plan your next adventure, to save up your funds, get some things paid off. Most people would compared to a vacation, a paid vacation, compared to some of the work camping that they've done. So this is the time to regroup and really sit down and plan. And then you can go and enjoy those destination locations once you're off of work from gate guarding. Going and enjoying the area probably isn't as much of a focus when you're gate guarding. This is your time to plan and save. What can a work camper do to really stand out among other applicants if they really want this job? Flexible and open-minded really stands out to us. Having your decisions already made about things with which you have no experience or being inflexible as far as dates and locations, that is a big red flag for us because gate guarding and the industries we service as well, they're all very fluid. Start dates change, end dates change. There's a lot of moving parts on these project sites that we service. And so that reflects on our dates as well. So flexibility, patience open-mindedness, and just a positive attitude. I had the best guards that I have right now. They're always about it. And that's a, that's putting it simply. But anytime I call them, it's not an immediate shutdown. It's, yeah, sure, we'll go. It's temporary. We'll see what it's about. And they find the silver lining. Each region that we service, sure, there are some challenges that come with that. But there's also benefits to each of those regions as well. So that open-mindedness is really key. From the moment somebody submits an application, how long does it take before they get a confirmed job offer? As soon as they submit their application, it goes directly to my inbox. And so I respond within the day with their next steps, which is usually just asking them for a few photos. And then I also respond with the step-by-step guide as to how to obtain their license. Generally, at that point, they'll respond to me with any of the most pertinent questions that they have that would affect their decision to go ahead and move forward. And then once they have commenced the licensing process and they're pretty far along, then I would start the onboarding process. A lot of that can be done once you're already placed, though. So it really depends on what I have open and what coverage I have. For instance, this time of year, it can be ambiguous. March could be a continuation of December, January, where it's a little bit more relaxed and slow, or it could be the ramp up time for the spring and summer. And so right now, depending on my coverage, I could get you a gate within a week to two weeks. During the summer, it could be as soon as you send in your application, I'm calling you and asking you to go to a location. (laughs) So it just depends on how busy we are. That's actually what happened to me when I called JG Security. We had been looking for a gate guarding company to sign up with. And we just kept seeing JG Security over all the YouTube videos that we watched. They were always spoken of positively, their receptiveness, how responsive they were out on location, how nice they were, and the guiding aspect. 
And so when I called, it was actually, can you be here in a day? And of course, I was in Florida and the job was in Louisiana. So I couldn't be there in a day, but he called me back in about an hour and said, can you be here in two days? And (laughs) that's how it went. (laughs) Is there one thing you wish all work campers knew before coming to work for you? I wish it was better communicated through our literature, and I'm working on that currently, that this isn't a specific job for which we are hiring. This is a multitude of jobs that we need coverage for. And so that ambiguity and start dates and things, I wish that could be communicated a little bit more. And I also wish that people understood the value of this work, save, play element to gate guarding. The work camping that we're used to, the traditional work camping, yes, nobody is going to argue that those are sometimes life-changing experiences and they all have their benefits. But the ability to sit down, regroup, and save a considerable amount of money, make the upgrades you need to make, pay the things off, help the kids with this and that, and then go back to full-time traveling and experiencing the world I think that is highly undervalued in the work camping world, and I would like to see the awareness for that grow. Where can people get more information about this opportunity? So our website, jgsecurity.com, does have an opportunities page, and that page is curated for interested work campers. There's a lot of literature on the page itself devoted to the work, the type of work, and also for work campers. We also have links to our Facebook group there where you can get real-time insight as to a guard stage today because it is populated with all of our guards. There's links to PDFs, YouTube videos, etc., and there's also a way to connect with me to get more information directly from the horse's mouth. I do have experience and I am a full-time RV. And then our application is there as well. That's great. Jessica, this has been very interesting. And it sounds like an amazing opportunity for people who like to work hard for a short period of time and then save all their money, plan their next steps, and then go out and enjoy it. Come back and do it all over again. I would agree. I would just say that it's it's not hard work at all. It's very la- non-laborious. <laughs> the hours are long, but you can make the best of that too. You can do your own YouTube channel, your own podcast, other ma- money-making ventures, blogging while you're out on the gate. So there's a lot of opportunity for growth there. That's an excellent point as well. So people can run a small business from the road or from their RV in addition to doing gate guard. Because, yeah. The- a lot of our guards do that, yes. Excellent. Thank you very much for your time today. I've really appreciated it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I appreciate Jessica Heisler for coming on the show to talk about work camping opportunities with JG Security. Working as a gate guard is very different from most other work camping jobs. It is not a position that starts at a specific time and ends at a specific time. Sometimes the job sites change location and work campers will need to move to the new site, so the position requires a level of flexibility that may not be required for other types of jobs. While security is needed year-round, there is less demand for gate guards in the winter months, but that means work campers will be needed during typically warmer periods in South Texas. However, gate guards can stay in their air-conditioned or heated RVs and come out as needed to open the gates. Jessica explained that many work campers buy their own driveway alarms give them advance notice of approaching vehicles so they have some extra time to get in position to greet the drivers. The cost for the alarms is reasonable, averaging around $65 per sensor, which triggers the alarm. Although the job requires work campers to be available 24-7 to do the work, 
With advance notice, the company can often find a fill-in to work for a while. For example, a work camping couple can leave to attend a wedding for a week or so and return to the job site. Gate guards will need a special security license to work in some areas, especially in Texas, but that consists of taking a six-hour online course, uploading the certificate of completion, and getting fingerprinted. Jessica can walk applicants through the process in greater detail. It's important to remember that people are not being hired for a specific job. Rather, work campers are needed to provide short-term security at a variety of projects. They may work at the same location for 30 days, they may spend five days in one area, have a few days off, and work 10 days on another project. Jessica can provide more details about how scheduling works. For more information about work camping jobs at JG Security, visit www.jgsecurity.com forward slash opportunities where people can watch some videos or download some PDFs. People can complete an application online. The company is looking for work campers this spring, summer, and fall. So reach out to JG Security today. Today's episode is sponsored by Work Camper News. With its diamond and platinum membership tools, Work Camper News is much more than just a job listing website. When you put the tools of this professional service into action, you'll find out just how easy it can be to turn your work camping dreams into reality. The one-year memberships open the door to a one-stop shop for all things work camping. Being the original resource for work camping, find the largest number of job listings, be able to connect with the community of work campers, view resources compiled by experts who've been enjoying the RV lifestyle for many years. If you're serious about leading a successful and enjoyable work camping lifestyle, then a Diamond or Platinum membership is for you. You can even get started with a free 30-day trial by visiting www.workcamper.com forward slash trial. Embark on new adventures today with the support of Work Camper News behind you. That's all for this week's show. Next week, I'll be speaking with a work camping couple who is making it their mission to educate minorities, especially African Americans, about the RV and work camping lifestyle. I'll have that interview on the next episode of The Work Camper Show. If you like these interviews, please consider leaving a review wherever you download the episode. Thanks for listening.